Welcome to the Bearcat Chat, a podcast for everything Scottswood School. Welcome, everyone, to the Bearcat Chat, the podcast about everything Scott's Bluff Schools. I'm Melissa Price, your host, and I have some special guests here today. Will all of you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the listeners out there what it is that you do for the district? Awesome. I'm Jamie Batterman. I am the school climate coordinator. Ashley Del Santos. I'm a social worker at Bluffs Middle School. Isaiah Wilson, a dentist liaison at the Family Success Center. Shaylee Little, the social worker at Scotts Bluff High School and Reconnect. Okay, well based on who my guests are, if you're out there listening, you may have some idea where I am today, but in case you don't, I'm here at the Family Success Center and we're going to talk about all the great services that the staff here provides for students and for their families. So let's just go ahead and jump right into that. First of all, tell me what the Family Success Center is what it is that you do here. Okay, so the Family Success Center, we opened in August of 2021, and our goal is really to help re-engage students and families to the school, and our focus is on improving school attendance. Okay, so who can, as far as students go and families, who can take advantage of the services that are provided here? Mm-hmm. All of our students and families um, can take advantage of any anything that we have to offer through the Family Success Center. We're here for everybody. Okay, so you serve families with kids of all ages, yes. right? All the way birth to 21. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay, and so in order to um, take advantage of the things that the Family Success Center has to offer, how do families get in touch with you? Um, they're welcome to walk into our office. They can give us a call at 633-6235. Um, they can send us an email at fsc dot, or fsc at sbps.net. Or you can also contact the counseling office at all of the schools to get in touch with you guys, correct? Right, or contact any, any school. Um, contact the district office. Um, Hopefully, anybody can direct them to uh, head our way, and we can help them out. Sure. So, um, talk about families being able to just drop in. Um, You're in a new location, so tell us about that. Yes, so in October, we moved to 15 East 27th Street, so we're just across from Reconnect and right by Weber's Furniture, so we're at a very convenient location, um, easily accessible for our students and our families. So the the work of the Family Success Center also happens, a lot of it happens outside the walls of this office. Like you have this great new location, but you do a lot of things on um, all over the district. Do you want to give me some examples of maybe some of the stuff that you've been working on since the start of the school year? Right. So those there are more of us than just those of us here today. So we have Andrea Ryan. She's our community and family navigator. Um, You'll see her out and about connecting with elementary students and families. She's in the buildings quite frequently uh, working with different people just to address specific needs that um, our, our younger students might be facing that might create a disconnect to school or maybe they need school supplies or just different connections to resources in the community. And she's done a really good job of creating a community resource guide that's current and is always able to make connections to the different things that we have in the area that people might need um, to access. 
we also have um, Lynn Berg. She's our student success facilitator, and today she's at safety care training, but she does a great job of putting resources together to create a culture of belonging in our school community and um, puts together resources and materials and spends time working with teachers and our administrators to um, provide professional development and activities for students that help support our social emotional learning and the other things that we do that's just really good for kids every day so everybody feels very welcome at school. Um, in addition to that we have Albert, he is our homeless liaison and we've seen an uptick in the number of homeless um, students and families this year and so we've been really busy partnering with Kaplan and other services in our community to make sure that we're meeting their needs and he frequently does visits with them and with our partners to advocate for services for for our homeless students and what am I missing guys um, then in addition to that um, we do quite a bit of outreach with again our our attendance initiatives uh, again, our focus is to really make sure that our students are in school, safe in school every day while their families are getting the things that they need situated so that they can be stabilized. And um, we're just act actively working on all of those things to address those needs to make sure that our, our students are, uh, you know, that the goal is to, to make sure that they are learning and um, supported academically, socially, emotionally, um, in all of those domains so that they can be successful for their futures. And in order to do that, we really believe that we need to support them holistically and look at every, every piece of that puzzle and help them every way that we can. Sure. I think that's kind of an approach that is um, goes and extends beyond the regular school day and the boundaries of the campuses of the schools that we serve and is kind of how can we how can we fully support families and all of the things that they do that support that academic piece for learning. Um, that's a lot of things that you do. So let's break a little bit of that apart. Um, first of all, the resource part, the resource guide that can be found on our website. Correct. And what kind of what are some examples of some things that are on there? Um, links to pretty much anything within our our community and our county, and even the Panhandle, Capwin Housing Assistance, Internet Assistance, Mental Health Services, um, Medical Services, different um, things where you can. Can you help me out? Just different. There's um, also. Oh. access to um, food, um, who has the food banks in town. Um, there's laundry services on laundry days by some sponsors in the community. I think, uh, I think one of the things, if you have a different perspective of it, is that attendance isn't just, I don't want to come to school. A lot of times attendance, there's an underlying reason why a child may not be attending school. And it could be transportation. It could be homelessness. It could be um, lack of resources in that home where maybe maybe a child is doing things to help a parent out. So that's where we get to step in and we get to help the families 
solve some of those difficulties and those underlying problems to help them get to school um, and not have the barrier of getting to school. So, Right. And so it sounds like a lot of that is about eliminating barriers. I'm going to guess and say that you guys probably spend um, a lot of time out and about. You spend time um, sometimes in homes. You spend time transporting students. Tell me, you know, you guys are kind of just available whenever and wherever is needed, right? Yes, that's that's the goal is try to really be be people that can fill in the gaps, um, people that can help lift people up in the district and just be there and just pitch hit if we need to, but do whatever we do to help just get the job done. Uh, one of the coolest things about this has really been the integration of that social work piece into our school district and, and how much that has really helped broaden our ability to tackle challenges that our families have faced and we've just really um, been, I think, very pleasantly surprised at how families are really accepting of the help and wanting the help and em embracing that. And I think we're making really significant differences every day. And it's just been really, really cool to see. Yeah, the social work positions are new this year. So this is something we've never had before. Right. We know other school districts do, but it's new for us. So social workers, can you both tell me a little bit about kind of some of the day-to-day -day things that you do? You work directly in the buildings and maybe kind of serve as that liaison to be able to connect families to some of the, the other services that we have available at the district level, right? Correct. And, you know, our, our school counselors are focusing on that social, emotional, and academic piece. And so when issues come up where families are needing resources or needing different things, um, the counselors have a lot of students on their plate. And so that's where we come in and they can send us a referral and we can help them, whether it's, um, again, the resources in the community they need, maybe they need um, outside counseling, maybe they need transportation set up. Um, we help with attendance meetings. Um, once students hit a certain amount so we can brainstorm as a team what, why they're missing so many days and how we can prevent that. Um, so we work really closely with the counselors within the schools that we work with and help partner with them to meet the needs of the kids so that they can come to school, focus on academics, and not worry about all that outside noise that makes them struggle to, to come to school. I think you pretty much covered most of it. Um, one thing that I did want to note that um, I have on a daily basis um, is kids coming into the clothing closet in my office. Um, we have donated clothes um, for kids that it could be anything from they just forgot tennis shoes for PE or they are struggling at home. They don't have clean laundry or they don't have clothes that fit. Um, we've also served um, a couple mothers that were single mothers that also needed some clothing I've served there. Um, Bluffs Middle School also has a small clothing closet, but the high school one serves Bluffs Middle School as well because we have more of a space at the high school. Um, Ashley kind of covered most of that. Um, I just meet with kids. Uh, a lot of times they're just walk-in um, situations, help them identify the barriers that are keeping them from getting to school, um, helping their parents navigate kind of the adult things where the kids can just focus on getting to school, doing their work. Um, we help 
with, um, like we mentioned before, utilities or transportation, setting them up for bus services, um, connecting them with our LMHPs in the buildings, if it's a mental health or anxiety situation, keeping them from school, um, things like that. One thing I um, wanted to mention that um, Ashley and I um, started through the social work um, program is this Christmas giving program. We called it Adopt a Kid or Family for Christmas. We did that this year and we had many community members and um, members of our district as well that donated. We provided um, either a Christmas meal, groceries, or um, clothing and toys. Through that program this first year, we were able to serve 34 families and 80 kids. Um, and so I'm hoping that that can continue every year and we can grow because that was a huge success this year. And so I wanted to mention that as well. Um, if a family would be interested in be participating in that program, I will be advertising that um, around the beginning of November this coming year so we can get your family on the list. Um, if you are interested in that, um, my office number at the high school is 308-632-4572, um, or my work cell phone is 308-672-5926. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the donation piece and the clothing closet part of that. I think that's another kind of function that the Family Success Center has been filling as of late is it's kind of the clearinghouse of all sorts of donations that of these types that come in throughout the district. So um, if I am a member of the community and I want to make some kind of donation, whether that's monetary or however, what is the best way to do that? Probably just to contact me at the Family Success Center and then I'll um I'll work through the district office on the appropriate way to handle the donation if it's a monetary one. Um, and then if it's a physical donation, we usually can pretty much know exactly where that needs to go right off the bat and it, it goes in and usually goes right out. We, we always have families in need and, and can triage where that needs to go pretty quickly. Uh, we just recently received a generous donation for a brand new washer and dryer that we're getting installed this week at the Family Success Center. So we're really excited about that um, and just uh, have some really um, very, um, they want to stay anonymous at this point, but we have some really excited families that are, are partnering with us and want to uh, help donate and do some different things for for people in need in our community and so um yeah and i think that's so important because i think when you think about how um families have to access services sometimes it can take a while to get all of those things up and rolling and so um, being able to meet some of those immediate needs, right. the speed in which you, um, you know, maybe you have some resources that you can take care of some things right now immediately, right. that can make the difference, I think, of whether or not kids are in school tomorrow or kids are in school probably two weeks from now, right? Right. Yep. Yes, we have some homeless situations where we've worked really hard to keep the families here in our community so that the kids could stay in school here. We don't have a homeless shelter here. Um, the closest one right now is North Platte, and then there's another one in Cheyenne. And so recently, um, we worked through a situation where we were able to keep everybody here so that 
parents could stay here and students could stay in school and did not have to move to another um, shelter until they could find stabilized housing. Um, so, so different things like that uh, are really important to us. I think it's good too, um, as we talk about the homeless piece of all of this, to if you could kind of define what that looks like. I think as we think about people out there that you they may be coming into contact with people who could take advantage of these services, but maybe they don't even know because um, it may not be the definition of homelessness that people necessarily think of in their mind when they first think of homelessness. So can you kind of tell me some idea of when people are eligible for um, that kind of help? So um, homelessness looks a lot different, I think, than many of us might realize. But um, if you are doubled up with another family, you can be considered homeless. If you're couch surfing, you're homeless. If you are in a a trailer that's not affixed, um, you can be considered homeless. If you've been displaced because of a natural disaster or a fire or something like that, you can go into a homeless situation. So there's some different criteria that we look at. We have what's called the McKinney-Vento Act, and we look at through that criteria as we um, determine what meets that standard. But for many, it looks different than what you might assume it is. Yeah, I think that's just really important information to kind of help get out there. Um, so that if there is anyone that, you know, comes across a family who's in those types of situations, there may be ways that we can help. So you can contact the Family Success Center, you can contact any school, you can contact the district office, really any connection with our district, and we will get you to the right people, probably going to be the people right here at the Family Success Center that can, you know, start to take a look at that and see if there are ways that we can, you know, help help people find stability as far as um, ways to get students and keep them in school. Um, let's talk about attendance too. You know, we talk, we've talked a lot about attendance so far in this conversation. It really is one of the big main points of focus of the work here. But just, just so we can talk about it for everybody, let's talk about why um, attendance is important. Like, why is attendance important as far as the academic piece of learning? And why is it important that students need to be in school every day as much as possible? I think it's easy to underestimate how much time you're actually missing sometimes, but if you're missing more than 10% of school, that's considered chronically absent by the federal government. And so 10% of school for us would be 18 calendar days out of our academic school year. So if you've missed that much, um, that causes a lot of school-related stress. It can contribute to some lower motivation issues, academic achievements, just leads to disconnectedness in a sense that you don't belong to school. If you're not there, how do you feel like you belong? And and so we, we want to help kids find a reason to be in school. If you If you're there and present, you obviously are going to be more successful and feel a sense of belongingness. And we just have so many awesome things to offer 
our, our students and for our students to take advantage of. We want them to see that and be present so that they can try to take advantage of those things and experience academic success. And you do some things related to, we do some attendance contests and things throughout the district. Can you we tell do. me a little bit about those? Yeah, so we do quite a few academic challenges or incentives that are tied to attendance. We do some things that reconnect, um, things at BMS. Ashley can share some things that we do there um, as far as attendance with through our um, PBIS initiatives. Yeah, I, I do small incentives with some of the kids that I work with individually. We'll set short-term goals. Um, but then when um, when's going to come in, I think, around March. And we want to praise some of the students that have been in school all year as well. So we don't want to just incentivize students who are struggling to come to get there. But we also want to, we, we want to um, honor the kids that have, have also attended and, and tried really hard not to miss and, and give them some incentives as well. And so I think we were going to try to shoot for around March to be able to do that, um, just to get some good good school culture. Yeah. And yep. And then um, at the high school, Isaiah and Wynn work with uh, administrators on a March Madness challenge every year and some other attendance incentives just ongoing to just keep challenging kids to to get to school yeah the march madness tournament really uh, helps kids keep uh, keep an interest because it's something outside of school that they like to watch and like to follow so having that connection really helps the kids um, kind of get in the zone with their attendance um, and the incentives at the end of that are pretty great i think we do a pretty good job of having that motivation piece there for them and we've put together some challenges too that are kind of an intentional pay it forward kind of things too where the students um when they complete the challenge they also whatever they earn they can earn the opportunity to pay something forward too so as an example in november we did a challenge where um students participated and whatever they earned, they also earned the opportunity to donate a free um, hot meal to 10 different families in our school community that needed a Thanksgiving meal. And so that was kind of tied together to that incentive challenge. So we're doing things like that, too, just to kind of spread some kindness within our, our district. Well, I think those all go hand in hand. I mean, even... Even without the academic benefits of just being able to build upon what you um, what you learn when you're in school every day, but just um, having that sense of belonging and feeling like you know school is a place that you you want to come to every day and creating those environments. I think that's um, super important for all of our students at um, at every level, regardless of which school it is that you go to. So for the Family Success Center, like we've talked about what it is that you do, and we've talked about how um, we've added some new um, things with the, so with the social workers this year. So how is um, the Family Success Center funded? How How is the district paying for all of this great work? So um, we operate through two grants that the school district has received the school climate transformation grant which we received in 2019 and then we recently received the school-based mental health grant in um, December of 
2022 and they don't really operationally cover anything we just use those as really pay for more position based than anything else and we really are operating on on donations and and everything else i mean the grant pays for for rent and other than that everything else is coming from donations and just in kind and boots on the ground work well we're fortunate to have such a supportive community that makes those things possible um those grants have have also been a great asset um when you think about yeah yeah they cover the um they cover the staffing and some of the overhead costs but both of those grants were in the millions and when you think about money like that. They're both federal grants. That's money that comes into our community. And right. when outside money comes into your community, it kind of gets cycled over and over and over and, and gets used multiple times. So I think we're also very fortunate that we've been able to bring um, some of these grant funds into the community and being able to have um, some assets to really um, be able to further some work that I think we've wanted to do, right. but without the grants maybe wouldn't be possible right. and we've been intentional with our spending with the grants we've re- focused on professional development for our teachers we've made sure that our teachers are all trauma-informed trained that was one of the big priorities of the school-based mental health grant was that hundred percent of our teachers would be trauma-informed trained and we've kept that as a priority that we would implement restorative practices in our buildings and we've done that and all of our administrators and many of our counselors have have gone through that and we're implementing that across the district Uh, right now with the school-based mental health grant we're putting the framework for school-based mental health services that was the incorporation of the social workers the addition of future LMHPs we hired one LMHP as part of that and we will um, continue to do that through the the remaining four years of that grant and um, that that one is particularly focused on recruiting and retention and different things that we can do to really embed and increase capacity for our school-based mental health supports. So we're taking a look at all the different things that we can do to to do that um, in a fiscally sound way. Well, there's just so much good work going on and with very few of you. So I think all of you should be proud of all of the ways that you're making a difference for students. Um, just final reminder, if you want to tell for people out there, you know, how can families again, how can families get in contact with you? Let them know. Okay, again, just um, stop by anytime East. Okay, so we're located at 15 East 27th Street, um, and our phone number is 633-6235. You can send us an email, fsc at sbps.net, or reach out to any building or the district office, and they will make sure and connect you to us. 
Yeah, the new location's pretty easy to find. We're right here on 27th Street, right next door to Weber's Furniture, kind of across the street from Pioneer Park. So very easy to find. Right where the end of, right where Broadway ends, we're right here. So if you, you know, if you're in the neighborhood, you got questions or you need something or, you know, you can always just contact your school and your school will get you in touch with the folks here for anyone that needs anything. And with that, I would like to thank all of you for taking the time to visit with me. I, I think it's great that our community knows about all the good work that's happening as well as the importance of attendance for all of our students.